0: I'm Pat B. And I'm Adam And you
1: will listen to The Geek Down here on WEMF radio. Gaining? All right, excuse The thing with gain is gain is the amount of like extra Trudios. audio that's picked up by the mics, like turning up the hearing it all the way, and hearing things, and then you can hear from way across the distance. <laughs> right. Yeah. Yeah. Ladies, see how I did that? Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to another episode <laughs> of The Geek Down here on WEMF. <laughs> I am Pat B. And in the house, I'm looking the side of me with my man who actually looks really perplexed. Mm-hmm. All right, brother?
0: Yeah. Okay, I'm talking, of course, about Black Adam Willis. No, I was just checking my headphones. And there is a lot of gain in these things, actually. Yeah, <laughs> right. now we're I am we're here. Good. good. We're now good. We everything everything.
1: Now we all, like, self-conscious. I don't, the audio was
0: blown. I don't even now. Yeah, no, we're good, man. How you doing? You look
1: good. I'm not. Oh, thank you, man. You know, it's actually a new shirt. Is it I got a new shirt got a tie. I don't really get it. It's a good fit. Actually, I'm, I'm feeling that feeling, out. feeling it's out. a good fit. Thank you My brother. Thank mm-hmm. you. You know Say I've been taking my fashion chips from Johnny real quick. So yeah, yeah. Uh, cool learning learning the skills and techniques this yes. man's... Mm-hmm, mm-hmm.
2: I am the last person you want to take tips like that from. Oh <laughs> nah, man. This man. Dude, this,
1: dude, this dude comes in... I'm, I'm addressing the camera now. And anyone who's not watching us live on Twitch, you probably should be at twitch.tv slash thegeekdown. Of course, our regular listeners are always welcome on WEMFRadio.com. And, dude, we have an action-packed, fun-filled show for you. But as I was just saying as I addressed the camera and adjust my tie, this man's daily attire... That you wear and are so ashamed of that—that—that that, 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 like day job you wear. My work clothes, oh, yeah. Yeah, dude, I'm. Yeah,
0: it is terrible. No, but yeah, yeah, you're you're actually looking like my best for work clothes is like your worse for uh, your <laughs> broadcast clothes. Yeah.
1: It's like him going to the laundry. <laughs> right, oh, I'm yeah. going to take your word for it. And be flattered. Of course, the voice <laughs> you just heard belongs to the man, just Johnny. Yo. Yep. Mm-hmm. And right next to you was a very
2: snazzy individual. We all know him as J.M. the Thriller Priest. Peace, peace with my uh, limited edition Macho Man Randy Savage, <laughs> the cream of the crop, the <laughs> greatest, the greatest pro wrestler of Pro Bow outside of the um, Hard Times Pro by Ted by by uh,
0: Dusty Rhodes. Uh, wait, wait, wait. That's <laughs> the that, tiny that, <laughs> kids. I don't think you're wrong. You're right. And you know what I was watching recently was the uh, was the. Uh, the Power Team was like, it was like? It's like oh, the superpowers, oh, <laughs> the Mega Powers. Was, yeah, that the, yeah. was that the was that
1: the, was that, the um, that cartoon with uh,
0: with? Uh, no, it was when it was, it was when Macho and, Hogan? and Hulk, <laughs> mega Hulk, finally teamed up, and then they were afraid to like shake hands because they didn't think the the universe <laughs> the, could the handle because the power of their hands was. A big a, oh, <laughs> you are a kid? What? Yeah, Damn. I'm a little afraid of locking up here. I don't know what's gonna happen to the universe. <laughs> <laughs> it's gonna okay. explode.
1: There's, there's a reason I blocked some of that out <laughs> growing up, and now now we realize uh, why. It was
2: amazing. <laughs> <All>
0: right, <laughs> You know what? I'm not I'm not
1: hating, I remember those man. I was a Hulkamania kid too. I used to try to rip my t-shirts and then got a whooping from my mom's. <laughs>
2: Stretching out the neck. And I, stuff. I, I, did, I did not realize that Hulk used to cut the top of those t shirts. Like, you you ripping a shirt, so you think you're gonna tear it open? Like, why is he so
0: st- Yeah, exactly. It's like, it's like someday I will be he's so like, cocked, He's in
1: more
2: than one way. Yeah. All right, well,
1: we, we will try not to pretend that Johnny's like, risking life and limb to adjust a single uh, LED light on the sucker.
2: For <laughs> those you who can see this on Twitch, you can see this happening. <laughs>
1: Seriously, man, I'm a little worried about you there, yo. He, but
2: he does this like every show, P. Like, you're so in the zone that you don't notice it, but Johnny does this like every show where he. Climbs on like two pieces of fin furniture face and moves yeah. on. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
0: has been asking me to like make
2: sure they see your attire because they want mm. to you know you are their. Fashion. It's glowing right now. All right, dun, Johnny. Dun, 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 does it look better? <laughs> it does actually. <laughs>
1: Wait, I want to, okay, see, so now it requires a sound bite. Herb, can you find, no, nah, that's too much. I was going to say, from the Critic cartoon show, there was an episode where <laughs> it was like, hey, I'm Jay Sherman, and welcome to the newly improved coming attractions, where we emphasize style over substance. We're going to talk about some reviews, but first, something for the chicks. You need to posing. <laughs> all right, but no, like I said, we have an awesome show for you. We have reviews. We have news. Yo, we got that Survivor Series report. From what I hear from this man across the table, it blew his mind. You've never seen such an impressive win as Goldberg. You've never seen... Saw- I'm kidding. You no, I'm clearly,
0: sorry. you didn't talk to
1: him. <laughs> I'm like, talk to who?
2: Because <laughs> I missed that section.
1: <laughs> all right, no, that's all good. We got the full report coming up later on, as well as the review of A Handmaiden, the new mm. chan Wu Park movie... Uh, same dude that bought us the Old Boy, same yeah. the that, that
0: whole revenge series. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Symphony for Lady Vengeance, Vengeance is Your Name, What's all that, that stuff. I remember the first time I saw One Old Boy. Vengeance. You remember the first time you saw Old Boy? Like, did it mess you up? Because I was supposed to go to a party after I saw this movie. Like me and my buddy watched it in like this dorm room. It's back mm-hmm. when I was in college and everything. And we were supposed to go out. Like I said, after this. And the movie was so messed up, and it it, it, it tore me to pieces. And I was like, I don't think I want to be around anybody. Nah, nah, you had a weak stomach, baby. You know, I uh, was all uh, about So it was like we kind of stayed home and, like, had a few drinks and everything. But it was, yeah.
1: Quick context. For me, that was around the time I was into, like, the TNA matinee and, like, you know, (laughs) the the, the underground action movies that you couldn't see. Mm -hmm. You had to go through Voodoo Charlies and Something Weird video. You know, uh, back before Something Weird was just pretty much, you know, uh, all porn. (laughs) <laughs> they had like these really hard to find out there uh, kung fu flicks that you know your local video store wouldn't find and got, wouldn't mm-hmm. have and god forbid uh, you'd, uh, you'd see them at a, at a at a blockbuster or something
0: yeah no what was, I mean they didn't really have a lot of movie places you could go in Boston well, especially that's like like, where had, like, you would find old boys yeah you could go to yeah. like Hollywood Express I think in Somerville and like <laughs> in Cambridge they had like two locations they had like foreign stuff and, like, mm-hmm. and stuff like that. But are they Mike's movies, I think? I remember Mike's. Oh, you remember Mike's? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, Mike's. that's yeah. a whole big thing.
1: Yeah, Mike's? Yeah. Jeez. Another that was correspondent like
0: the, we have on the show, Kaiser Suze. Yeah. There was, Kaisers. like, three locations you could get, like, decent movies mm-hmm. from overseas. Oh, uh, mm-hmm. uh, uh, baby, we'll my spot's for Chinatown. Sometime, yeah. Okay, you find, um, Word. yeah, Disc Angel especially was a place I'd
1: go to get um, a broken PlayStation fixed and then a fixed playstation <laughs> and the
2: newest hot so whatever yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah dude you go there you fell off the back of somebody's <laughs> truck but you never asked and
1: yo yeah. you don't yeah. ask you those can. questions you walk in there and yeah that's called free enterprise brother <laughs> <laughs> All
0: right, but yeah no
1: you get those movies right, too yeah, and the thing yeah. is yeah. you would never understand a damn thing actually again another correspondent of the show Amy McCobb uh, told me that's how he learned to speak Japanese Speak Japanese from those and speak Spanish from watching telenovelas the same way.
0: Mm. Feels like Wayne's World. She's like, Where'd you speak English? <laughs> it's like, well, you know, you college. 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 And the police academy movies. Yeah,
1: yeah exactly. <laughs> For me, it's like the Yeah. All right, but no, jumping into, though. I've got to bring up a thing real quick here. I want to jump into the news stories real quick because we got a lot of good stuff, a lot of weird stuff. This first one, though, I oh, don't know, man, makes me, makes me proud to be a black man in America. Yeah. Some you can't really say that often these days. Mm-hmm. Um, but now, this is a good thing, man. Not just as a black man, dude. As a comic fan. Now, the story we're talking about March, book three, uh, becomes the first ever book to win a U.S. National Book Award. Now, this is pretty much the Oscars of literature. Uh-huh. Like, only top stories, prestigious things, pride and prejudice level uh, joints win this. This is the first time ever a comic book has, uh, has picked up the award. Um, now, it's about... Uh, I got the dude's name here. What? All right. Um, Congressman John Lewis. Thank you, uh, mm-hmm. Congressman hey. John Lewis. One of the John Lewis, one of the dudes that marched with Dr. Martin Luther King
2: Jr. Most recently, uh, he did the um, the sit-in that they did. I don't know. I don't think that went all that well, but right. they were trying to make a statement. Um, that they did in Congress, they did like a, a sit-in to be reminiscent of. Uh, of the violence or the, oh, protest, the, gun the, violence. Violence, yeah. the gun violence in the streets. Yeah, yeah that was a few months ago, you yeah, right. right a couple yep. months ago, but John Lewis is a legend within um, within civil rights circles. Please, yeah, you and continue? you're
0: right, and that was the first time I actually like, knew of him and then started looking mm-hmm. into looking what he did. But it was mm-hmm. like, you're right, it was a, a few months ago that happened. Yep.
1: Mm-hmm. One of the things I was getting at is that he's still doing it. That's what's big about this dude. It's mm-hmm. not just that he was one of those old guys that did that you know, something cool back then, and then retired. He's a dude that's still active to this day, mm-hmm, you know, mm-hmm. uh, earning civil rights for people and, and trying to make a difference. Uh, now, the book itself, uh, March Book 3, and I specifically say Book 3 because it's the third
0: in a trilogy. And this is um, like, the only book that won, or is it was it recognized for the trilogy?
1: Well, this was the, the top that won. It was, uh, it was, right. it was, it was uh, five nominees. Um, mm-hmm. I actually didn't write down the other names. I did check them out. And they were just t- standard titles. This was the comic book. Mm-hmm. That took it all, which is yeah. tremendous. First what I'm time saying it is, it was that. like,
0: was it recognized for the, the, the trilogy of comics, the or was it just the, oh, that oh, specific okay. book, the third book?
1: Wow, you know, they actually didn't specify. Mm. They emphasized that it's the trilogy; um, the entire story completes here. Um, so, I would anticipate that it is this one, just this only one. because yeah. you don't judge all, you don't judge, you don't, you know, right. gauge a James Bond book. Uh, by every James Bond every, ever.
0: yeah, sure. Yeah.
2: And I think um, all the other ones dropped well in advance. Not like you dropped them all at once. Mm-hmm. So they dropped, mm-hmm. I think, like a year apart, each of them. Because I have them, and shame on me for not getting a chance oh, to read them. Oh, you do? You've actually
0: read these things. No, I have
2: like, not. I own them, but I have not read them. Uh, so shame on me. They're, they're It's the a shame on you. It's like, <laughs> very, I do feel ashamed about no,
1: no, it. Yes. No, no, no. We'll, we'll give you some leeway. I've seen your backlog, brother, okay? It's <laughs> just like. It's do same. you do
0: the same thing I do, and is you buy like a thousand books at once, and yes, you have like a reading list that you can't possibly overcome with the you want to? Yeah.
1: It'd be like in 2046, man. I can't wait to see how this Harry Potter guy makes it out of. You
0: know. So I'm like, I'm ready to talk about this now. I'm like, yeah, it's you're like, way, here like six months behind that one. <laughs> what is this? The Hunger Games? I love stories about. <laughs> you uh, can't do topical stuff.
1: You can't do topical stuff. Yeah. All right. Well, this is this is the latest. Um, this is uh, a story that recounts his life, John Lewis, uh, Congressman John Lewis's life, uh, during the Civil Rights Movement in 1960s in America. Um, John Lewis, anyone who doesn't know, we've mentioned the name several times, is a congressman from Georgia. And uh, he helped organize the march. He was one of those dudes. But he also continues to tell stories outside of the march itself, just about different tales of the civil rights movement that people aren't uh, terribly familiar with. That's one, of the, uh, things, that's one of the things that's made his name over the years and why it's pretty big. This story, this one specifically was about the march. It's even called March. But they also include tidbits about, you know, this is also a fact that we had to consider. You know, this is the thing we dealt with outside of the march that, you know, may have hindered the uh, actual event itself. You know, he has inside information that he provides to people f- because he was there. You know, from mm-hmm. somebody who was directly involved, and not from Martin Luther King's perspective.
0: Yeah, you know, we got to think how many already. people were there, and then how many people have stories of that day.
1: Yeah, true. How, like many how different are, are they? You, you know, know what I mean? mean? Like, like granddad, I remember we were walking, and it was hot. And I tried to tell him I don't give a damn about freedom right now. Give me some water. And then when we got there, and there was no concession stand, and I was pissed, so I got back on the
0: bus and slept.
1: Um, I thanks, thanks, pop, pop. Yeah. Want to talk to someone who else who actually listened?
0: Yeah, but you <laughs> imagine the people that were there that affected their lives, you know, like firsthand, like how many people retell this story? No, very like true, in right? history, like the hundreds of thousands. You know, I mean, mm-hmm. people that have watched it, they were affected by it. Mm-hmm. So, mm-hmm. you know, I haven't check this out obviously um, because I have nothing to say about it but this this is something that I deeply want to check out and this is an important things, so, though. I mean, have you... Well, also, I haven't read it myself. Um, this was actually news to me, and I was really blown
1: away because it's not just the story of the march that uh, really took it, and it's not just the fact that it was a prestigious figure like uh, Congressman Lewis. Mm-hmm. It was the fact that this is the first time that a comic book was given that level of prestige, was considered on the same keel as, you know, literature, quote-unquote literature, you know, thick-ass books that people have always considered. These are real literature, where comics are funny books for kids. Mm-hmm. I and mean, this is... It- Well, I was going to say it's not since a book like Mao's that told the story of, you know, like Nazi regimes and put that in a processable format, you know, dealing with cats and mice, um, that books have been considered. okay. this actually has a level of legitimacy. You know, sometimes it takes those extra uh, levels. And this is the first time that an award as high as. Uh, the uh, the U.S. national has been given to something that original that years ago would have been deemed just that all oh, those throwaway. Well, comments. sometimes it so takes
0: complex. picture books to be able to you know like approach something like even R. Crumb's uh, the Book of Genesis. Mm-hmm. You look yeah. at that. It's like it took me almost you know like I've never sat there and read the Bible, but I've thumbed through R. Crumb's Book of Genesis mm-hmm. like a dozen or so times, and that's it's the most I've ever <laughs> taken out of it. You know what I mean? Because it has picture, but it's told absolutely you know true to the story, true to the, true to the Bible, mm-hmm. and. It makes it easier to process. Exactly. Yeah, I, mean, I think, and that's, that's,
2: I think that's the kicker for, uh, for, uh, for, Mark, for the March series. I mean, I read, the first, I read some of the first book, so I can't say I didn't touch it, but I definitely read mm-hmm. some of the first book. Mm-hmm. And the way it opens up, it's um, John Lewis telling the story to his grandkids. So it's, in ultimately, it's a, it's a major flashback is what it is. And he's telling the story about... Basically the way uh, a, a movie, movie would show Effectively it. Was, that. You know? Effectively that. Yeah. Effectively just that. And for me, the reason why I got the March to begin with it's because it brought back a, a time in my life where I first got exposed to graphic novels. I think I mentioned before in the show. Um, is when I've got my first graphic novel from my godmom about Christmas Attics and, and um, the revolutionary in the um, in the Boston Massacre. What? So I that was my very first graphic novel when I was 10 years old from my godmom. She was like, You need to learn your history, and got that for me for a birthday gift. Um, it's somewhere in my mother's house, in the in the basement of the attic, but it didn't it didn't want wonders for me to be able to have this to see people that look like me mm. in comics. I'm worth superheroes. But this was a real life story. And I think that's the kicker uh, for uh, for the March series that it does that it it brings it in a tangible sort of way. Like you mentioned, like my miles and so forth. Mm. And I think that's that explains why. So when you set up the news clip saying, hey, this is this really happened. I was surprised, but I wasn't because the content is um, is palatable for folks to be able to take. Like you said, it's not one of those stand on the soapbox that'll be lectured to you about what happened, you young buck who don't know. But it's <laughs> to tell you um, in a very tangible sort of way via graphic novels. And it's, I think it's a testament to how well graphic novels are received in our society today.
1: Okay, see, now that's important. A lot of people tend to forget that graphic novels are books yes. in comic form. They're illustrated literature, but they're still literature. Mm-hmm. And I'm hoping that this is the first like major step that... Will allow, well, I mean, not necessarily, oh, now it has to be every comic that, you know, uh, that comes out has to be considered. But no, maybe this will allow, more. Allow open the door for more media of this type to, you know, gain that kind of acceptance.
0: What could possibly have won it before, you know? Though? Before this? Yeah. Um,
1: Battle Pope, greatest hits. <laughs> <laughs> no. uh, actually, do a lot of stuff, man. I mean, okay, one of my You're personal right, yeah, favorites. Yeah. Um, there's a book. By oh actually I was I was gonna say uh, there's this book Quixote* uh, that I actually picked up from Image Comics a while back, which is just essentially just the story of Don Quixote placed in a uh, more modern perspective a modern um, uh, environment where still the original Don Quixote and it paints him as an origin an existing figure. But,, uh, as his time in history passed, uh, he himself, as a supernatural hero, didn't die. Yeah. um, but he kind of rescinded into the background and was living in modern times as a homeless man mm-hmm. until, you know, a threat to the world came about again. But I think a better example uh, would be uh, this book, Pedro and Me. Mm-hmm. Uh, Pedro and Me by um Jud Winnick a guy well-known for being on uh, The Real World San Francisco, and Pedro, a friend of his who was also on the show, a friend he made on the show, and uh, was one of the most famous uh, real-world cast members ever because he was the first one ever on that show uh, to have AIDS.
2: Mm, okay, and, yeah,
1: yeah, yeah. It took me a second to remember that. Okay. Yep. And Winnick wrote this, uh, wrote this book, very inspired, very dramatic, very touching, and heartfelt tribute to his friend. That was Pedro's story. Yeah. You know, his interactions with Pedro and then all the stories that Pedro told him leading up, you know, up until the start of the from the start of the relationship until Pedro's death and then some parts after. You know, uh, Pedro's one of the main reasons that he met his wife also from the show and was married to her. You know, from then on, which is kind of wild. It's all in the book. And it's really heartfelt. It's really like. He pulls no punches, even though it's a personal story, and that's yeah. awesome. And it was just this fantastic read. I got to the point in life where I was just like, you know what? I'm, tr- I'm really branching out trying to read new books. Let me take recommendations from folks, which I never do anymore. That is dangerous. <laughs> <long-term>. uh, <laughs> people have the worst taste. They will tell you the big But this is like the, one of the few times it worked out for me. Yeah, Pedro and Me by no. Judd Winnick. I think this thing should have won awards a
0: long time ago. <laughs> the time it worked out for me, I listened to somebody else. <laughs> <laughs> I listened to somebody else's recommendation. The one time, one. All right, but, um, glad to know my last thousand reviews have worked out for you. And well, no,
1: of course. I mean, not, <laughs> yeah, I mean, I I got I
0: got the exception there is. Yeah, outrageous. yeah, I got
1: you. I got you. But well. still, um, <laughs> <laughs> that was well. Anyway, just to wrap that up, um, co-writer Andrew Aiden. Uh, who's also a member of um, of Lewis's staff and was the one who mm-hmm. originally pitched the idea for March um, as a comic. And look how that's worked out. Mm. Um, he expressed an ideal takeaway from, uh, from the event of March Book 3 winning this award. And it's, let the prejudice against comic books be buried once and for all. And yeah. I'm like, simple statement, but that's true. Hopefully this, and it took some seriously prestigious material, but it was still presented in comic form. Let this be the first step in allowing all the media to be accepted. Well, it's, and it's not just a, the
0: media. It's, it's that the that people, way. too. You know what I mean? It always takes that one book that gets people to to start thinking about something differently. It starts to think about, like in this, in this instance, mm-hmm. comic books as something more than just comic books. Something yeah. like that. It's like funny stories with pictures. And it took me, it was like, I think, The Watchmen you know reading okay, that yeah, and yeah, then yeah, reading yeah, that yeah. and was like holy crap this is like such an amazing story and it's just yeah it has like photos next to it and everything like that but mm. this is like one of the greatest novels i ever read and next to an obviously a story told in pictures and this was mm-hmm. and it takes something like that to really kind of break down that wall mm. I agree. and seeing something different and then you're like you're open to something else yeah, as a that kid. will be presented to you and then yeah so mm. it, it it's got a long way to go, I think, in the comic book in terms of being taken seriously, Mm -hmm. like really seriously, consistently, but... It's definitely on its way. Right. I
2: think trade paperbacks are doing the wonder for that, though, uh, because even though it's all it is, just a collection of comp- of single issues, J.A. to one, just that <laughs> physical appearance of it looking mm-hmm. like a book, as thick as a book. Right. Um, could even put people over the edge of saying, you know what, I'm willing to buy in that and invest in that. Yeah. Um, just by virtue of the fact that it has that appearance. I mean, even when I'm going to train now, I see people with tons of graphic novels. Graphic novels are just trade paperbacks meshed into one issue. Um, it's like
0: the pulp novels,
2: too, you
1: know. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. mm mm-hmm. I used to make friends like that. I'd have like a bunch of comics that I'd pull out on my commute Mm -hmm. uh, to work. And every now and then some would find, uh, you know, this random brother on the train Mm -hmm. reading a book like, oh, yo, I read that. Or, yo, you like college? Mm-hmm. I love college. But just let me dab you up real quick. You know, and things. When mm-hmm. they're not asking you for money on the train, you know, it feels good. when <laughs> they're just like, oh, we're bonding over a thing.
2: Mean,
1: I'm going to take the meme mug off now. You I'm know, excuse
2: friend. me, ladies and gentlemen. I need to raise money
1: <laughs> <laughs> for the Boys and Girls Club uh, basketball team. Oh, no, I had, a, I had a special one last night. You know, the angry preacher? Yeah. the angry Oh, uh, I know dude? what you're talking about. And oh, God, I'm, I'm God, there. God. I'm riding. I'm riding back, uh, escorting my date home. And then uh, this was new to her. She normally drives, so yo,
0: <laughs> the
1: reaction.
2: So you could see DJ Night Train. You could have see, see a bunch of other people, of but points. you saw this one. Of <laughs> all it's a Boston exclusive
0: got, DJ yeah. Night Train. What I
2: want to know is what
1: drives a person. What when do you like stop being a normal person? And that first day, you get up and say, "You're right." The you first day
0: is 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 really <laughs> sat in my mind for a long time. It's like when did the first time happen for this guy? When when he first get into that like entrance? Way of this train, <laughs> and pretend, and to pretend to pull out a CD and sit there and mix it and ignore everybody on the train. It's, he has a, ba- so, he has yeah. a
2: Facebook page. Really? Yeah. Nitrate Nitrate I took a picture with Nitrate last time I see him. Like, I need to get a picture with you, man. I mean, he was
0: still mixing.
2: He was taking me selfies. Yeah, it's on
0: there. You think it was that time Jay Z rode the bus to a like, concert? <laughs> I was tomorrow. like, I need, to, I need to get a picture with you, man. He's, like
2: it's funny because all the people looking at me like, what? I'm like, I need to see Nitrate Yeah, I see you were like years. Son, let's get a picture. <laughs> this must be your first
0: time. Yeah,
2: <laughs> he was mixing. He had an iPad that's going around before. Oh, he's upgrading. Last, last I saw, saw this dude, he this, was on. CDs and tape, tape decks. Yes, <laughs> he had an iPad with a Bluetooth speaker. Wow. I was like, "You upgraded, bro! I need you to
0: take a picture with you." So where's the get the people. money though? I, mean, I, don't, I don't know.
2: I don't know. I, I'm <laughs> hoping it's, so he's
0: like an actual DJ.
1: Trust me, he was. He was for days. years. Trust me. It's uh, no, I'm, as as a, I'm hoping still. It's
0: better as a mystery too. <laughs> It, it is. is. It's, it's so it much is. better. It's kind of like way. the legend
1: of DJ Night
2: Train.
0: You, know, yeah. <laughs> you find he's like a trust fund kid. He's just weird, you know? <laughs> like, like, like he's riding. Like, he's going home. Find his it's Facebook the central, page. There's a little yeah.
2: blurb on his Facebook page. He was a local area DJ for the 90s. It's like, like 82 to like 92. And, you know, he does gigs every now and again. You can book him for gigs. Hit him up. Oh, Hit him yo, up, man. Let's hire him, yeah. I, w- I want to hire him to do this oh, show. I want to know what his day. gigs
0: are. Dude, like, <laughs> that's the
2: easiest. Go way. on Facebook, man. I think I, I'm. I think I'm either following him. or I became Bruh, his Facebook well, friend. That, one that's, or of the other. That's, that's <laughs> the I need. I need to get up that's, on that. I need I'm, to get up on that. I'm.
1: I'm doing this, yo. I'm gonna. I'm gonna. I'm gonna hire him for the next party, yo. Have a surprise
0: oh, party. We can and have and him in the back with his little Bluetooth speaker, right? Yeah, <laughs> his little mixer, right? His little
1: iPad. Private function. Now he'd be in the back playing Nintendo. Can't have that. He probably would, Be like, forget your show. i I'm a surprise of friends, Johnny. When's your birthday? March.
2: Jeez, man. <laughs> <laughs> Don't give me a heart attack, man. I thought I was going to mess uh, that up. Daisy Duke shorts on a whole nine yards. He yeah. There's no chili outside, so you think thinking of jeans and, like, Doc Martens. You know uh, what I mean? But I love it. He's, he's gigging. No matter what
1: kind of weather, he's always gigging in the most inappropriate Be out in t t-shirt with four feet of snow outside. <laughs>
2: <laughs> yeah. mesh, probably had best take time. He's the man. But with, with, the, with the rainbow lanyard. With the bad
0: guy from Commando. Oh, yeah. man. That's awesome. It's <laughs>
2: awesome. Oh, jeez. Uh, Boston Legends. All right, go ahead, nah. <laughs> Subway <laughs> Legends. <laughs>
1: All right, um, okay, dig this. The next story, this is actually more poignant, and we just um, wrapped up the vanilla pitch. Vienna, uh, vanilla. <laughs> the, v- the vanilla. Okay. They, they, hate, they hate me so much. That wasn't even a joke that time. Um, the Vienna Pitch is the show that comes on before us, very political and very politically themed, and they're nice enough to let me come on and you know discuss with, with them a couple of times. Oh, so, so that
2: was that was planned? No. Because we were out there heckling like did Pat just really walk in there bro just sat down and grabbed the mic so I contributed hey, like what hey man
1: I you agree. just, just depot this yeah.
2: show like
1: what yeah. I am very don't make it seem like I'm the bad guy yeah, and everyone
0: sitting out, that out there like we're we're, we're we're talking business in the we're out in the uh, the lobby area of the show and then pa, uh, Pat walks into this other <laughs> show is going on and he sits down <laughs> he and starts was, I'm he like walks into the studio and and, like
2: no Pat like walked in the middle of the air of their show right if they had Twitch you would see it. he walks in those of you Watching, he he walks and sit in Johnny's chair and just started grabs a mic, just starts contributing to the conversation. Who's sitting here on the lobby, like, Are you kidding me? That Patch is walking there. Oh, he was like, Nah, Patch is sitting back, just chilling. <laughs> like, no, he's not. He's pulling up to the table because well, he, he has a mic. To say are you kidding a, yeah, me? are right. <laughs> hey, hey, I I, I, I I gave Herb a high.
0: I, 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 I waved at him. He knew I was here. That's... that's that's true. That's the only guy that matters when somebody else
2: You don't tell your coat, you don't so the good. rest of the team that did you did you walking out on us, but I. I didn't tell you. He's still hurt. It's tedious ass <laughs> story,
1: y'all. First, I am not a villain. I did not. Uh, nah, they, nah, they were cool with it. I I asked before I say anything. Mm-hmm. And no, nah, I just had some uh, some information I really want to chime in on because they were talking about uh, they were talking about our president elect Donald Trump again. Oh, so I, all right, I, I, yeah. I had a few choice words. The Lord and sit. Yeah. Oh, stop that. Be stop be. It. Do that. <laughs> 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 What you just saw on Twitch, if you're not watching, is Johnny <laughs> gets struck by lightning there. <laughs> Uh, but now the story is uh, the cast of the Broadway show Hamilton recently had an encounter with, uh, president, with Vice, <laughs> Vice President, president Elect Mike, Mike. Pence. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, as I call him Vice President it, Elect. It, it, it. All right, fine. <laughs> the monitor brother. All right. Well, what happened is um, he uh, the uh, cast decided to deliver a message uh, to uh, to uh, Vice President Elect Pence uh, as the, after, right after the show. And this was premeditated, too. Like, they Mm -hmm. got together, had a meeting, wrote everything in a letter, and then planned, once the show was over, before the audience leaves, we'll say, (laughs) hold it right there, buddy. We got some, we got some, we got beef.
0: Mm -hmm. And mm,
1: the bridge version is, um, we, we are the diverse America who are alarmed and anxious that your new administration will not protect us. We truly hope this show, he's talking about uh, Hamilton, mm-hmm. this show uh, has inspired you to uphold our American values and work on behalf of all of us. Mm. Mm. Now, um, since the event, uh, now this was just to, to let him know, it's like, dude, we're scared, yeah. you know,
0: we are the Absolutely. people we represent. I mean, he speaks for definitely at least mm-hmm. 50, 52 percent <laughs> <laughs> of uh, the American public.
1: Yeah, you know, very poignant stuff. Mm-hmm. They all gathered around one dude, and the dude that played... Um, uh, Aaron Burr. Aaron Burr, right. Aaron Burr. Yeah. Um came out and delivered himself. He was designated the representative. He was properly voted in. That's Aaron Burr. That'd be Aaron Burr. Burr. No, yeah. I mean, I remember. <laughs> the peanut
0: <laughs> <laughs> peanut butter, butter commercial. Peanut butter yeah, commercial. Yeah, uh, that was a little bit <laughs> of the first. Got got ma- got that, you're one of the first got milk commercials, right? Yeah.
1: Yeah, <laughs> um I mean no, since the event, uh, there's been a huge backlash in the media, a lot of uproarious tweets on Twitter. Um uh, the most famous of which being from the president-elect himself, yeah. Donald Trump, who called yeah. the event. Yeah, seriously. I mean, yeah, no, I, I can understand well, people are upset. It, uh, the responses fell into two camps. It was like those that were like, "Yeah, hell
0: yeah, right on, go ahead," and others who were like, "That was really inappropriate." It's that like it has those. for the last however months. Yeah, however yeah. Many months. Mm-hmm. And the the first thing I saw, thought when I saw this was uh is. Is two things. It's like one is like this is a group who thought they were very you know tough, kind of coming out and speaking, and then now they're picking on the theater geeks who made fun of them.
1: Yeah,
0: <laughs> you know yeah. what I the mean. This is like okay. What
1: I, what, I, what I think is ironic is the image of omnipotence seems to be shattering in mm-hmm. the in the I guess taking of the highest office in
0: the country mm-hmm. by one of their own. Well, this was so what I mean, it be? wasn't. It wasn't an attack. Well, you know what I mean. No, it wasn't. It was like the cameras flashing attack that he says. Mm-hmm. It was like we are concerned. We are scared. I hope you will listen to us. Yeah, dude, I listen to the clips. Very basic. It it you know what I mean? Like that. You can look at that, and it was like we are not. You know, it's not like a condemnation. Mm-hmm. This was like we are scared. Please. It was like, very calm. Yeah. It was
1: very. Um, it was.
2: I mean, I definitely I mean, I definitely hear you. And normally, normally, um, maybe because of my role that I play or mm. the position I'm in as a thriller priest, if you will, I try to look at things from multiple angles. But even with this, it's kind of mm. hard for me looking at it from multiple angles because at its bare minimum, when you are the president or the vice president, you go to a public place like that, you're going to get asked the question. Mm-hmm. Yeah, You should you should expect that. You're on the clock. So all so, the time. so yeah. all, all these all these folks who are screaming that it was unfair, you, I hate to say it, but you're stupid. Yeah, you're because I right. mean that's, you, that, that's your job. You you were constantly on. Well you are president and VP. Exactly. So even There's if they no did attack them, even if they did attack them, which they you did take not. The, they, which they did not, but even if they did, bro, you take that on the chin. You are the VP elect, man. You're on. They're gonna talk. Did you think you're just gonna be able to show, sit in the back, and just be like, okay, I'm glad y'all entertained me. Yeah. I'm out of here. Like, no, of course they're gonna address you. And I mean, so they address the president if you're a governor. They're gonna address you. Mm. Like, that's just what you do. That's yeah. your job. So, if you're the local bootleg man, they will ask you what you have coming up. <laughs> exactly.
0: <laughs> well, the thing is, it's just like, in a, President Obama didn't get any of this. He got sent pictures of watermelons growing in the lawn of the oh, White House by yeah. his own, like, the neighboring party.
1: Mm. Yeah, selective like, memory he, is very popular. Yeah, and when you he have. dealt
0: with it like a man you know like mm-hmm. ah. yeah, I love that man yeah I and mean, this mean, is one of the first shows we've kind of like uh, brought up some the of this stuff and, the sort of and we're well, not gonna this is the first because time it's, really been, yeah. it's really been relevant to like the, uh, the, the, the pop culture, culture news but, and everything you write
1: and but the fact that the president got involved and demanded that they apologize on president Twitter. elect got
0: should involved. Be the president elect you're very correct and that you thought it would be something different. Well, did you think Might be an issue too. He's like, oh my God, he's saying all these things. He's imploding. He's imploded a thousand times. I'd like to understand. Let's, I'd, I'd like, somebody let's just to take his
2: phone away. Like, bro, give me your phone. It's not going to happen. You're, you're drunk. Give me your phone. It's not gonna like, happen. I'd, like, I'd
1: like to remind him. He's not considering the big picture. Think about the worst case scenario of what happens to presidential people when they go to the uh, theater. Lincoln. <laughs> um, now, his actual quote oh is... Gosh. What's up? What happened? No, what, you know, going, I'm, I'm people pointing at me. Nah, Doing just, thing. Uh, I'm sorry. I,
2: I just got
0: that like, wicked late. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> no.
1: Um, no, his actual quote itself was, um, The theater must always be a safe and special place. Uh, now, ironically, the, that, was, that, was, that was the quote from uh, President-elect Donald Trump mm-hmm. himself. Oh, now, what's, <laughs> what's, what's bugged out is the person least upset about this appears to be Pence himself. Right. He was there. He wasn't think of it. He was the target of this. I think he's at the launch probably, yeah. Oh, but <laughs> maybe. But he yeah. gave a... Uh, now, I watched the actual um, delivery of the speech itself. Mm-hmm. They were very calm. There was very, uh, it was very controlled. There was no vitriol. It was just, it was just, um, look. You're right. He Mr. was there. He actually understand. heard it and
0: he understood. You know what I mean? Opposed to being yeah. like on the internet and then hearing a headline and then exploding. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Instead mm-hmm. of yeah. watching and something. And I mean, at the same right, time, much of, his, much
2: of much of it's due to the fact that he actually has experience as an executive, mm. as, as a politician, as, as a right. politician Even in the executive he, branch. I mean, he was he's governor of um, Indiana, so he, I'm pretty sure, he's been around on different shows that happened in Indiana where they pulled them aside. Or they addressed him right there and there. This is not his first rodeo. Mm. So he's been there before. Yeah. So I think that, that that's what we expect from someone who's like, well, I'm not offended at all because what well, those sort of things that I kind of knew was going to happen. Mm. You know, but once again, like you mentioned, Adam, when it's somebody who doesn't have that sort of experience of being a presidential or someone serving in government in the executive
0: branch specifically, when you're a reality TV um, star, it's you, an issue. <laughs> you resort to social media to oh. explode. Exactly. Well, yeah. hopefully uh, Pence can sort of keep.
2: Trump in check. I uh, Hope so, man. This is yeah, a guy
0: that it. believes that if you have an abortion, you should have a funeral for an unboarded fetus. Um, I don't mm, think we're going to yeah. expect much from him in terms of
1: yeah, level headedness. You, know, yeah. you know you know it's messed, you know messed up. I, I I watched um Pence's uh rebuttal to it on um I think it was uh, I, I want to say CNN, but it may have been uh, it may have been MSNBC. But um it was just a quick minute, you know, uh just a mm-hmm. quick minute um reaction. To um, yeah, no, I understand their point of view, and their words were very eloquent. It was very well stated, and I, 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 I aware. I'm aware of their concern, and I'd like to assure them that you know we'll do our best. And I understand that this is a tough time mm-hmm. for some people to process and uh, to regain faith in their government. Basically, his words came across not just like a politician, mm-hmm. but as like an individual who actually you know cared. And I'm like, wow, you know maybe I've misjudged this dude. Maybe I, I should have faith in our incoming vice president. You know, the incumbent, uh, 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 you know, government may not be all that bad. And then I, I'm, I was reminded by a different story that this <laughs> dude may have made a comment along the lines of like, we need to sew up women's vaginas so they can't have abortions. <laughs> and I'm just like, you know what? Okay. So back to reality. <laughs> but um, the cast of Hamilton called the man out, you know, this is yeah. the state of our government. So, well, I you mean, they
0: follow- took it upon themselves this long. Let's attack this guy. Like we have the opportunity to say something. We're all concerned. Let's take this opportunity, which is like any caring United States yeah, citizen so I, look. I, I, I encu- exactly I
1: encourage our listeners to look into this because this is big and I, I I'm not encouraging, mm-hmm. you know, outlandish acts of we're gonna call out everybody right. and every protest and things. But just be aware and hopefully making them aware that we have concerns. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, it's not just like, oh, the Democrats are in office and the Republicans are the crazy people. It's just like, no, the shoe's on the other foot. Republicans are going into office and the Democrats, liberals, the non-Republican, the non-GOP uh, part of this country, uh, which does exist despite, you know, what you may consider deep in the fog of war, uh, has concerns. So hopefully things like this, even though it's a little extreme, will bring this to light. I uh, wouldn't necessarily do.
2: call it extreme whatsoever, personally. I wouldn't think I don't call it extreme at all. But you're right. Go ahead. Mm-hmm. All right, but um, I would no, have we taken him for a cat's, cats guy. I wanna
0: John Mike Pence. I would have taken him for a cat's guy. <laughs> <laughs> you see the movie? Uh, I, I, cats? I, I, think Mama Me and my myself. But <laughs> <laughs> maybe that's just my point of view. Um, no, maybe. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> but the voice
1: you just heard right there is the man, <laughs> man that's going to give us the inside stuff on the Handmaiden.
0: Yeah, man. Park Chan Wook. Park Chan. i do mean, you call him Chan ho Park? What's wrong with me? It's because you say it backwards. Because I'm uh, racist. Sometimes, so I'm sorry. you know what I mean? I apologize. <laughs> I've got yeah.
1: everything against black people.
0: You're right. Like, eh, eh, Korean <laughs> director, you probably know him from uh, <laughs> Old Boy, like we uh, mentioned yeah, before. You know what I mean? It was like a saying. Mm-hmm. I remember the first time I saw Old Boy and how messed up I was. Well, so, because you watched weeks. it when you were seven, okay? That's a bad <laughs> yeah, thing. Yeah, exactly. No, not, not much. But uh, <laughs> his newest movie, The Handmaiden, it was uh, Sarah Waters' 2002 novel, uh, Fingersmith, which is uh, based off of.
2: Finger bang? <laughs> you know it's No, so messed up, I thought that same thing. <laughs> Damn shame.
0: It's you. Damn shame. You.
2: <laughs> no, hey, no, I, I, I've
1: been hanging out with Herb too much, man. You gotta Both of you. I think so. exactly. Dang, No, this is bad influence.
0: This takes place in uh, 1930s Korea, the time of the Japanese uh, occupation of Korea. And um, it, it centers on the story of this Japanese heiress in, in secluded countryside. Um, and she's hired um, by this... She's a pickpocket. She's recruited by the the swindler Japanese count. He's posing as a Japanese count, and he his plan is to seduce this woman and marry her, and then take her money, and then uh, admit her into a insane asylum. And
1: okay, nothing convoluted about that at all. Exactly.
0: So this is a very dense plot. This is a love story. This is a revenge story. It's 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 a gothic thriller. And there's a lot going on in this movie, and it's it's very hard to follow. But it's it's so beautiful to look at. It's so you're you're wanting to follow. And there's a lot of things that reveal itself.
2: Well, his work is and,
0: notoriously like uh, intricate, um, like historically. Is
1: uh, this along the same lines? Because from the description you gave, it doesn't really sound like I, it doesn't sound like I'd, I I should expect the same level of like action and. Nth degree, almost like perverse. Like I said,
0: actually. there's a lot of parts of the story that like go different ways, and it's mm-hmm. none of them overwhelming. Like I said, there's a it's a, it's a deep thriller in some parts, and it's a very romantic in some parts, and there's some very gratuitous sex scenes. Oh yeah, and sometimes it's like horrifyingly no, violent. Okay, so you, you
1: had you had me at sex scenes. Continue, yeah. please.
0: Well, and then violence. <laughs> I don't know. I hope I hope that gets uh. you too. <laughs> But it, and, and it swings from these 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 different uh, plot points, and, and some of it is is really gnarly, especially the violence. There's torture. There's like these there's like blood splattering everywhere, and then it's like sex, and then there's all this different stuff. I've never heard of this these things to offend you in a movie though. No, I'm not saying it offends me. I'm uh, saying like it could if it dwelled on each one of them like, gratuitously. Got you. But it happens to be part of the story, and it happens to be necessary to to furthering the story along. So it doesn't just sit there and. Dwell on each one of them, mm. like it doesn't sit there on a sex scene for like 15 minutes. And like you're like, okay, it's definitely past. Its yeah, moment. no, you only need two, maybe two yeah. and a half. You're right, so, yeah. <laughs> exactly. Well, well, four for taking and it. And so, so it, it it swings from these parts, and then it ends with this beautiful twist that I obviously won't give away because that's some of the beauty of the movie. But it is is such a, a pleasure to watch. It's obviously in subtitles, and there's it's a very dense plot, like I said. So it takes some patience, but if you so through it, it's it's definitely a fantastic movie to the try Handmaiden. to get through. Uh, wait, there was another movie called The Handmaidens, right? This isn't like a follow-up or sequel or anything. Like I said, this was based on a book. I know there was a movie, an old, I think it was an old Korean movie, but I don't think it's the same thing. Okay, uh, okay, that's different? Yeah. All right. I believe so. Alright, The Handmaidens, Student. this yeah. is in theaters now. Yeah, absolutely. Park Chan-wook, man. Nice. Because that Coolidge, obviously, where anything decent is playing.
1: Loving love the Coolidge. See, I, I've always been a Kendall guy. I don't... You know, but it heads over that, but the cooler does some good stuff. Cooler does some really good stuff. I'm not going to sleep on the candle, though.
0: Mm. No, I go there
1: too. All right, cool. Just checking. Got to make sure we didn't have to have a knockdown drag out, uh, geek down free for all. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Uh, now I look across the table at JM the Thriller Priest. He yes, wants yes. to remind me that he is not my Negro. No, I'm not. And I'm like, come on, man. we can <laughs> back. And he was like, get you.
2: <laughs> <laughs> I'm kidding, You have a movie review, bro. I'll lay it on us, please. Yes, I Am Not Your Negro. It is uh, by Raul Peck, uh, who's a Haitian born um, director. Are you serious? <laughs> I was waiting for so it wait, I was waiting for it too like, Come on say it Drop it P. Drop it <laughs> That's my people yo oh. That's my That's my uncle We go back
0: See <laughs> <laughs> It's my only other sound bite If you're from like, The first Grand Theft Auto <laughs>
1: I remember that, too. That was corny. I just kept beating out the car. Moody, 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 moody. That's not yeah, what people man. say. That's that movie.
2: was not like, so horrible on so many levels. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, yes. from
1: the first Grand
2: Theft Auto. All right, my bad, man. All all right, that's all, good. So, that was all right, man. Um, so this 90-minute-long movie. I saw it at the Brattle uh, for the Boston International Film Festival is how I saw it. So uh, great film. Um, it's composed entirely of the words of James Baldwin's unfinished piece, um, Remember This House. Um, he only did 30 pages of it before he actually passed away. So Sam Jackson is the only person listed as a character in the film because he narrates the entire thing. Oh. And like I said, the entire movie, all the all the dialogue in terms of all the storytelling, if you will.
1: Oh, that's so not- the actual title is "I'm Not Your Negro," mother. Mm. <laughs>
2: I still would have sorry if that was the title um, so Sam Jackson does an amazing job narrating it and when I walked in to see it I was like hmm, I heard Sam Jackson um, watching this and some um, you know no offense gentlemen some stereotypical um, Harvard Harvard um, film student with the freaking beady cap um, oh, you got some, some, some walking, around, walking around with his hemp shirt and his freaking Birkenstocks in the winter um, is like this is Sam Jackson's greatest film y'all whole year I'm like some Chadwick. <laughs> I'm sitting here like, what, the whole year? But all right. But I got to give him his due. It was just amazing to hear Sam Jackson tell this story through the words of James Baldwin. And ultimately, this narrates um, the lives of three people that Baldwin knew intimately. Um, their lives when they were alive, and as well as their deaths. Primarily, Martin Luther King Jr., the Reverend Dr. Martin Luther King Jr., Malcolm X, and Megger Evers. Um, so he, ultimately, his goal was to interact with them and talk to him throughout the Civil Rights Movement, in which he did. But ultimately... Um, he tells a story about how he worked with them and how um, they were ultimately three men with similar goals, even though they crossed paths very little, um, but they still worked for similar goals. And ultimately, when they died, his visits to their family and connecting with their family and just the issues with black America um, in terms of blacks in America, rather, is what he addresses throughout the film. Um, it opens up with, um, uh, with, t- with, uh, with a clip from the Dick Cavett show. And for those of you who are on Facebook, you've probably seen a clip come tons of times of Baldwin just spazzing out about, um, about racial inequality and that sort of thing. Um, ultimately took that whole clip and used that throughout the movie in speeches from Baldwin and presentations from Baldwin in the midst of, um, these excerpts of, uh, Baldwin's text. Um, as in addition to Baldwin's text, is also clips of him writing letters to his editor as well. Um, explaining to him, this is my idea for the text that I'm writing. Um, So it's just amazing to hear from Baldwin um, because it's just great to be able to hear this man's words, um, even though he's long gone. um, But his words are resonant because of the state of affairs, which we're in right now.
0: There are clips that
2: are inserted from Ferguson. Uh, There are clips inserted from different civil rights leaders as well. Um, But like I said, the primary text of this film is his, t- his unfinished work, Remember This House? Yeah. So, overall, it's a great movie, and I definitely strongly suggest you to watch it. Um, I see a couple of listings on YouTube saying that it's on there. I don't know. I'm not sure if it's one of those Rickroll things where you mm. click it and it says, go down to the description to find a bootleg. I don't know. Dude, that I'm just saying, most, just buy it.
1: Respectful <laughs> stu- <laughs> <It's> like, <laughs> it is. All
2: right. Have a never gonna give you up. Never gonna. Nah, I mean, no, uh, can't do it. So <laughs> I'm not was, sure if you are gonna get rip rolled, but I'm telling some, you right now. Mess around,
1: put them in blackface too. You
2: know what's gonna happen. It's, for real. But I'm oh. telling you right now, Magnolia Pictures optioned it, which is great, mm-hmm. and it's gonna be in theaters across the country February 3rd. So I'm very glad to, um, for that. So if I gotta tell you to watch a movie, watch this. I'm buying this. Um, it's an amazing film. I mean, some of the places already, some of the different um, um, critic um, critic organizations gave it a 96. Um, out of 100, 7.3 out of 10, so I mean, it's, for me, I give you a thumbs up. Go see this film. Cool. Cool. All right. It's called, once again? I Am Not Your Negro. Oh, brother, please. We dacked him in everything. <laughs> that was just for show, brother. Oh, that was just for the Twitch yeah, audience. No I don't love. even like this guy. <laughs>
1: no love. No love. All right. It's okay. Herb's got my back. Woo. There you go.
2: That was fake, too. Herb oh, knows. Stop it. As <laughs> soon, soon as <laughs> as pat walks in the room, we can look at each other like, never liked that Negro to begin with. Damn.
1: <laughs> Hey, 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 hey! Well, um, I'm, 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 I'm trying, I'm trying, not, I'm trying hard not to say the line. I can't say the line. I'm, s- I'm not gonna, I'm
2: not gonna do it. I'm gonna say if you don't say it. Man, I, no, you got the soda. You go ahead. As right I, there. as I sip my soda. Cocky bitch. Then I'm, then I'm sure somebody's <laughs> spitting it.
1: <All laughs> Y'all right, need to watch right. the Chappelle show if you don't know where that came from. Watch oh, the Chappelle they show. It ain't know where it came from. I know these people. Like your haters ball. All right, well, I'm going to talk about a comic that I got to check out called Space Battle Lunchtime. Now, um, they just released volume one of the graphic. This is uh, the collection of the first six issues that have been running over um, the course of 20, uh, 2016. And for all intents and purposes, it's just a light, um, you know, kind of a funny book about a woman who's tapped to, by pure happenstance, tapped to compete in a uh, an intergalactic level Iron Chef, Iron Chef type competition, and, when I, say, and I, I don't mean like, oh, we brought everyone from across the world. I mean literally, put into a spaceship, launched into space, and broadcast into a competition with uh, 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 the uh, what do you call it, competitors from other planets, other galaxies, and it was good. Not, nothing. There's no surprises here. That's the plot. From from beginning to end, there's nothing really uh, out there. There's no like wild twist. It's just if you were a baker and you got called in. You got so, called was there an in the step, was you is there ingredients from other
0: planets?
1: Yes, it? and that's one of the huh. uh, things she struggles with. When she knows how to cook food on Earth, but when you're like, uh, okay, this thing looks like an egg, but it smells like you know a beef bourguignon, <laughs> and it tastes like a lemon. You know what the hell can I do with this? When the uh, the uh, actual uh, challenge today is soup, you know things like that, so she's dealing with those, and they work that into kind of you'd think they'd work the comedy in more, and that's what I, one thing I, I did have to I did notice and have to kind of call it on. It's a funny book, but it's not raucously funny. And that's surreal nitpick uh, of, a, uh, of a critique because what I find funny might not be what you find funny, might not be what you find funny. Mm-hmm. I myself am a culinary connoisseur on an amateur level. you know, basically that means I'm a brother that can cook. But I'm not a chef, you know, homeboy I'm RD. a professional. Homeboy art. Chef Homeboy yeah. RD. I'll, I'll, I'll take that, sure. <laughs> um, but I'm not a professional chef, so maybe some of the uh, references were inside, were a little too inside. Um, I'm also not one of these uh, hobbyists that spends my time, well, I know who Alton Brown is, he's the man. But I don't have like, you know, every book in his, uh, in his catalog and stuff. And I have friends that do, <laughs> and they take it to that level, that nth degree. Of uh, seriousness. So maybe hmm. that's who this book is meant for. I'm a um, casual, you know, culinary uh, aficionado, and it might be intended more for people who are deeply immersed in the world of food, of preparation, you know, who watch Iron Chef, know the characters, know uh, the difference between Mark DeCosta's hosting and uh, Alton Brown hosting. You know, they'll know why Morimoto may be overrated because the real champion and something. I'm, 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 I'm all about getting mad
2: yeah. All day. Rachel All day. Ray, All day. let's get it. So it sounds like this book is an acquired
1: taste. <laughs> oh, I, I hate you so much. I hate you so much! All right, well, anyways, um, the book is called Lunch Battle Space Time. It's, well, excuse me, Lunch Battle Snake," uh, 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 once battle, Throw me way off.
2: Damn. <laughs> lunch, Herb, you space, gonna, battle, lunch got clap of approval. I'm sorry. Man.
1: <laughs> man. Okay, shame on all of you. You're supposed to be on my side here, all right? Look, it's called Space Battle Lunchtime. Uh, I dig this. Lights, camera, snatch it. All right. It's, yeah, that was good, but you know it was. All right. It's by uh, Natalie Rice um, and Hillary Thompson. Uh, quick edit by Robin Herrera, and it's... It was an enjoyable read, despite my critique of the comedy itself. It wasn't not entertaining. You know, I wouldn't recommend anyone rush out and ch- in, and pick this up unless they are specifically a uh, a fan of cooking shows, of cooking competition shows, and of cooking in general. You know, if you're really deeply into into a uh, Jimmy uh, um, uh, backstory, for that. then you mm. want to <laughs> Um I would recommend <laughs> checking out if you're a fan of those already. If you're not. There's other things you can check out just to pass the time. This is just a fun book, uh, space battle lunchtime. The uh, graphic volume one is out right now. Light camera snaction. If you want to check any out any of the individual issues too, you can get those at the local comic shop. Mm. Now, I want to find out what's going on with WWE Survivor Series because mm, I've heard mm, things, mm. brother.
2: Yes, you have. All right, I'm going to try to uh, break through this quick. You might have to throw a little timer on me, brother, because uh, uh, I'm trying to make sure I give due diligence.
1: Give the information you feel you need to give. The people (laughs) want to know.
2: As my man is pulling up the timer anyway.
1: We hey, on camera, know. brother. They see this. They see uh, this. And okay, that's the. Ooh, that's, that's, that's a
2: lot of time. Okay, brother, you uh, ain't lying. Thank I'm, you. I'm, I'm looking out. Yeah. Yes, you are. All right. Because mm. I'm going to break down NXT's Takeover Two because that was on the night before. Okay. So I mean, and um, as um, as Samoa Joe would say, the new NXT champion, um, Triple H tells us we need to set up these weekends that they have to compete against us, which like is Samoa great. Samoa Joe, he got small hands. <laughs> Samoa Joe, like, hey, you're a mess. <laughs> you're a mess. So NXT takeover took over uh, took K- took place into uh, in Toronto. Um, it's a great show overall. Great show, one of my favorite shows. I'm going to highlight just a couple things. One. Bobby Roode's entrance was one of the greatest entrances I've seen in pro wrestling in a long time. Um, his gimmick is the glorious one, or glorious uh, Bobby Roode. I'm pretty sure if you saw it, it, if you saw some of the gimmicks online, where they will have glorious playing really loud. It seems like like where did this come from? It came from Bobby Roode's gimmick. This show had a had like a 60, 70 person choir, and it oh. looked it, it's like it looked like it was like Jesus Christ superstar. You watching it, this like you gotta be kidding me, but it was done so well, and the audience bought it so well. Oh. Oh, he yeah, which won he's done very well, and he did Took win. The, okay, all right. <laughs> he, he did win. I mean, this Bobby Roode. You, you walk
1: out with all that though, and then you lose. You're winning. You got to win. You yeah. got to win. Well, I mean, Aaron, like clothesline.
2: He won. I mean, <laughs> he,
1: he's. I mean, he's. He's a legend. TNA legend. I really thought um, you were about to say though. It's like it's like Bobby Roode, son of Ravishing Rick.
2: To comes yo, out. legit, legit gets gets that all the time. People think he's Rick Roode's kid. It's like nah, name spelled different, bro. Yeah, How about his kid. Man. Uh-huh.
1: Okay, okay. We, we, you you say that, but watch the DNA test gonna come up one day, and he gonna walk in that quiet. So He's gonna do this. So, oh, it. <laughs> so, it.
2: so it was a great match. It, it, it made Ty Dillinger look really good too. Who's um, who's a local Canadian guy um, who's on a come up. So made, even though he lost the match, he still looked great because Bobby Roode is a great wrestler. Yeah. The revival, which is probably the best tag team I'll in all of WWE, dropped their titles to this team. Um, corny name, but it's that they have the whole working man gimmick DIY. I'm like, that's really the name, bro. <laughs> like, we really couldn't get creative better than that. But nice match. Oh, the revival, the, like um, the revival dropped the titles to them, and revival's the first two-time champions in NXT, so was really good for them to drop the belts to this up-and-coming team. We'll see what happens. Mickey James, haven't seen her in forever. They say she last she last wrestled. WWE six years ago mm-hmm. but I could have sworn it had been longer than that Wait, Mickey still, in, James, still in
1: shape after all that time still
2: in shape man she's damn near 40 um, I think she's like legit 37 still looks go good um, she fought Oscar for the title Oscar beat the hell of her but Mickey James made it a really good match I'm nice. um, just, just really glad to see a woman who's a little on the older side still able to go yeah. and she pushed it she, I was really impressed he just but made just Adam's Mickey Yo, he loves a gilf <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs>
2: and finally Samoa Joe Went up against Shinsuke Nakamura And Nakamura's interest Was amazing too I mean um, Because his instrumental music's primarily of uh, violin strings The la- last pay-per-view they did They had this famous black guy Wish I remembered his name um, He was the one who actually Played the violin for Nakamura to the ring So instead they had This guy, around They had like 20 violinists So they have violin- violin- violinists Playing as he's walking down the aisle And when he gets into the ring There's about 6 violinists In the ring So he's doing this thing And they're playing And the part that was just like wow Nakamura does this little thing where he drops to the ground he starts thrusting in the air the violinists are surrounding him and they're playing and they're leaning into him as he's thrusting at the same time in rhythm it is freaking amazing it was awesome well, just, for, a, a, that, just a, a, for that level of production brother at some point they to wrestle it. right as, I mean <laughs> in, at some point they wrestle but it's the funniest thing I'm sitting here watching this right I'm looking at Samoa Joe stand outside the ring he just had this look like man F yo entrance <laughs> like the whole time he's looking this look at his face like F yo entrance like because Joe just came about like Samoa Joe come out t-shirt, shorts, towel around his neck, yeah, and he, he just walks it. down the aisle, he comes in a ring, throws up, the, throws up the Samoan, um, the Samoan Hawaiian, yeah. um, Aloha sign, and he's he walks out, and that's it. So this, this whole interest of Nakamura <laughs> took like 10 minutes. I'm just like Joe sitting outside the ring like we gonna fight a what? Like look his face. I'm here to fight.
1: <laughs> like <laughs> Joe's, Joe came to work on a Monday. Nakamura's like at, a, at, a, at his own at his one man step show. <laughs> he walks in who da 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 pretty <laughs> so pretty much <laughs> it was
2: a great show It was a great show um, NXT TakeOver Amazing show um, Let's jump to Survivor Series um, Survivor Series For yeah. those who don't know About how Survivor Series works Typically it's based off The Survivor Series match Where it's Historically it was a 4-on-4 four four, Single elimination Guy gets eliminated last team survivor wins or the sole survivor or the surviving team wins. So WWE years past extended it to five people. Um, So it's a five on five thing they got going, which is great. Um, So they ended up doing three primary matches. Um, They did a women's match with uh, five women from both raw and SmackDown. So they did this whole brand, brand versus brand, which is pretty good. Um, They did a men's match. And then of course they did the, um, the world champ. Well, the, um, the main event match, which is Lesnar versus Goldberg. So my highlight, the two survivor series matches that were, There were more, but these two are the big ones. The women's match, um, Raw took it. For those who don't know, Charlotte and Bayley were the sole survivors from Raw. And then Charlotte knocked out Bayley at the end of the match, which was good because it sets up for that Bayley-Charlotte rivalry that we've been looking for. Mm -hmm. We've been waiting for it for a while, so I'm really glad that's that's coming up. And the men's match, um, which was pretty much all the heavy hitters from SmackDown versus all the heavy hitters from Raw, and it worked out very well because you saw two big things out of this match. Well, three. One, Shane McMahon got tore up to the point where he had a concussion. That was bad. Like to the point where they stopped. They 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 Wait, they said wh- he was eliminated mm-hmm. um, because normally, um, apparently, under the right, un, under the one of these sort of. Um, how do you call it? Of um, un, unspoken about rules, if you will, that the referee cannot count the three if your shoulders aren't down. So he was going for his move, the coast to coast, where he jumps from one turnbuckle to the next, mm-hmm. a flying drop kick to the person who's like in the corner of the second turnbuckle. Yeah. Um, he went for the jump. Roman Reigns jumped up and speared him midair. Oh! And nice. that Joker's head slammed to the ground oh, to right. the to the mat. Um, well, it's, not, he had it's, not, it's not funny if he got hurt He got hurt man It was, it was a great move watching Like yeah. oh crap But he dropped yeah. And Reigns went for the cover One Two But my man's shoulder was up uh, is that that he kicked out? just that you know he was not. He was, it's, just, he was, it's just his bones were warped. Pretty in much, that pretty much. Then the ref <laughs> is like, I can't count three because his, his shoulder is up, and Reigns gets looking dazed, and McMahon's not getting up. Like his eyes are just bugged out. Like what the hell is going on? <laughs> so it's looking pretty bad. The yo, ref, yo, the ref, just up, like does up. this whole points to him. Wrap this up. It's like Shane McMahon's been brother, brother, eliminated. Brother, pause, pause.
1: <laughs> oh, okay. Because my, my, I was really hoping you were gonna say so they weakened the Bernies them into the woods. <laughs> Wave in with his arm connected. Yeah. Oh, you yeah,
0: know, Shane's fine. do will come out now. You just have Bernie's head bobbing. Uh, they got them violins. Right? I they, they can bring those out again, get him dancing. What are, <laughs> what, are what are they playing Monopoly in that, too? They never play Monopoly in that. why is every like, uh, <laughs> $10 on a beauty contest.
1: <laughs> Why is every story with Shane McMahon about him getting hurt in some ridiculous high fly? The last time you mentioned Shane McMahon, <laughs> when he jumped, was, up the damn he jumped cage. Yeah,
2: off the top of
1: the sucker. When, he, crazy, when he climbed you know.
2: up, said a quick prayer, and then jumped. <laughs> the part that's crazy, his kid was at this one, too. He was like, yo, stop bringing yeah. kid to this, bro. So one of the things that I felt was no, like, he needs, know,
1: he, needs, he, needs his, he needs his second, his, uh, his uh, what do you call it, uh, his next of
2: kidney in case he needs the kidney. <laughs> yeah, for real. But I mean, it's one of those sort of things where it was like, I was I felt proud to be a wrestling fan because when this when this part happened, it was just like wow. Um McMahon's freaking out. You can definitely tell the guy's not clearly there. His eyes are glazing over. Of the course. rep the rep does the quick. He's been eliminated. It's like, what the hell's going on? How'd he be eliminated? Like, he didn't kick out, but his shoulder was a down. It's like, nah, this brother's clearly like lights out, yeah. lights out. Get him out By of Eliminated here. he um, means dead. <laughs> You're a mess. So <laughs> Randy been Orton, eliminated. So Randy Orton Wrestling breaks character. Peep game. You, Randy, you Survivor Series. You really the Kumite. Sorry, sorry. <laughs> Randy Orton breaks character, walks over to his family, and tells me, yo, he's going to be all right. And it's just okay. like, wow. Like, that, that level of professionalism. Mm. Like, he made it look slick, though, because, like, he, looked, he walked over to the knee on the friggin' turbuckle, on, on the um, barrier there, and just said to the kid quickly, your dad's gonna be all right. Don't worry about it. And then got back to the fighting. It was oh, just like confident wow.
1: Professional. Then he did the, he did the Orton pose afterwards, right? <laughs> he should have. He put his hands up. <laughs> He's so like, your dad's gonna be okay because I'm the greatest in
2: <laughs> So overall, it was a great match. Mm-hmm. Um, oh yeah, two things also happened to that. So one, um, McMahon getting knocked out. So that's I guess zero. One would be. Um, when the Shield, reunited briefly, okay. and that was awesome to see that. Um, even though they're on different brands, um, Roman Reigns and Seth Rollins were on the Raw brand. Um, Dean Ambrose came from the outside in his SmackDown shirt, and they both and all three of them did the the, the Shield powerbomb to the table. They powerbombed AJ Styles, but the crowd went nuts okay. to be able to see um, these two brands come together. It's like a temporary reunion that people have been waiting for. They've been waiting for the Shield to get back together. And they're not officially together, but it was a nice little reunion. And finally... This um, just,
1: we don't have legit beef. We're tight.
2: Pretty much. Like, okay. we're doing different things, but we don't have legit beef. So it was really nice for the fans because they wait waiting for the Shield to reunite. Right,
1: I, don't, I, don't, finally, I don't talk to these cats at Christmas, but I still send them a card.
2: Yeah, I can say that. Mm. Um, and finally, um, Luke Harper came back for the Wyatt family, and the Wyatts ended up winning. So it was um, Bray Wyatt and Randy Orton. They took the match, which was awesome um, because it it was one of those sort of situations where you were scared that Roman Wayne's Roman Reigns is going to just Superman his way and just beat these two powerhouses and win the match again. Mm. Um, but Vincent Man did a great job and realized that if you force Roman Reigns down the throat, people again. They're gonna lose it. So Roman Reigns lost. So it was really good to see him lose, even though he was the sole survivor for the raw team. Well, that shows they're paying attention then, So, And that's the argument. But um, as I see my time ticking down, uh that is not the case with Lesnar and Goldberg. So oh, when Lesnar and Goldberg this? went down. Yeah. The match was about a minute and twenty seconds. Mind you, there was a huge buildup for this—the mm. yes. video game tie-in, the WWE 2K17 tie-in. This whole Lesnar and Goldberg haven't fought before, and the people like, "Yes, they did. They fought at WrestleMania 20. At WrestleMania 20, they fought before. Okay, yeah, they did. But uh, Goldberg, Lesnar needs to get his revenge, and Lesnar's the one who who beat the streak, who beat the taker, and da da da. They so they built this up so much. Mm for a match to last a minute and some change. Um, And I get it. I listen to all the different wrestlers and different insiders, people who work for WWE, all try to push the story. Like It's okay, though, even though it was a squash match. It's okay that it was because in the end, we need to make sure Goldberg looks great. And I'm like, that's garbage because you could have had Goldberg look great without making Lesnar look so bad.
1: Yeah. I because in
2: my in my mind, after all this work you put through with him beating Taker, him fighting Orton the last pay-per-view, busting up Orton's head, you build him up to be this monster, for him to get beat with three Goldberg moves <laughs> in a map in, in, in roughly 90 seconds. It's almost insulting to the fan. Mm-hmm. I, I knew you're gonna have I mean we all know, come on now, we all know that Goldberg was gonna win. Mm-hmm. That's a given. He's gonna win. But you could at least made the match five minutes. It's almost insulting to the fan to say, we're going to squash him. And, and yeah, of course, Leslie could come back from this. Yeah, you could. I mean, WrestleMania is going to be where they're going to fight again. We know that. But it's just insulting to the he fan. goes in line with that.
0: Goldberg's whole career, though
2: it for does sure. it does go online line with Goldberg's whole career but he could have done that to anybody anybody but you take your best guy I mean it, I mean is it's, it's for me it's the equivalent I used this earlier of the finger poke of doom <laughs> like you, you you know the title was gonna get dropped <laughs> but you gonna do it that way though I mentioned it earlier to P. like it's kind of like when I watch a horror movie I know the black guy's gonna die but it's like the black guy not getting slaughtered by the zombies or by the killer but the black mm. guy dies cause he had pneumonia you know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> are you kidding me. Like he's gonna die but pneumonia though?
1: You know? no, br- <laughs> brother, look at it this way. I mean, okay, that is that that's disappointing, but it's just like yeah, I can see it at the very least from a business standpoint, they did it to prove a point. And yep. it's not it's not popular, but it got their message across. It's mm-hmm. like if you ever watch Star Trek The Next Generation, anytime they had they wanted to introduce a new badass, what did they do? The first thing they did was they came on, they broke onto the enterprise, and they punked Worf for no reason, <laughs> whether or not he was there. Because we'd say we gotta find the badass and make him a biz natch. Mm-hmm. And that's what they did. They Got Brock Lesnar, the Beast, mm-hmm. and they did everything short of—if you've ever seen the longest yard—Goldberg yeah. was in there playing yeah. the do with the really big dick. Yeah. All, all, they did everything short of having him smack uh, smack it on uh, on uh, on Lesnar's forehead. Yeah. yeah, so I understand what they were doing from a—I uh, get it too—from too. a, a business point of view, and mm-hmm. it could have been worse. But.
2: You're right. It could have been worse. Uh, But overall, great pay-per-views this weekend. So definitely check them out, despite my opinion on the way it finished. mm -hmm. Check them out.
1: Yep. And uh, YouTube finger poker doom. If anyone didn't cast that reference, you really (laughs) need to be in the know. (laughs) Alright, thank you, brother. Thank no you. No problem. Alright, and this has been the geek down here on WEMF Radio. Wanna thank you all for joining us for another action-packed fun-filled show. I want to thank my homeboy Black Adam Willis. Yeah. Alright, wanna thank JM the Thriller Priest. Peace, peace. Wanna thank Just Johnny. Yep. I want to thank DJ Herbie Herb. Yo. Yep. And of course wanna thank you all for catching us right here on WEMF Radio. You can hear us uh, every Monday night, at 9 p.m. right here. Or, if you heard anything on this show you want to chime in on and keep the acting going, you can hit us up at geekdownradio at gmail.com. Or you can also just go to the website. we got a contact section there. Get the information. That's geek-down.com. Also, hit us up on social media. We're on Facebook. On Facebook. Twitter, on Instagram, on iTunes itself. ITunes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I Yeah, any of them. And also, for those of us that weren't watching, you can check us out on uh, our beautiful faces here on twitch.tv slash the geekdown. Mm-hmm. If you go to wmfradio.com on the on our um, show page, all the social media links are right there, including a list of the SoundCloud links. You can hear clips, you know, get inside information, any sh- any back shows you may have missed over time and catch up. And you can catch us right here Every Monday night, 9 p.m., like I said, same bad time, same bad channel. Mm -hmm. We look forward to catching you next week. Until then, be excellent to each other. Peace. Peace.